The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Good evening, everyone. This is Chris Calicut for the Wrestling Inc. podcast. As always, joined by Wrestling Inc.'s owner, Raj Geary. Raj, how are you, sir? Good, man. How are you? Doing well. And as always on Monday Night Raw, professional wrestler extraordinaire, Mr. Matt Morgan, how are you? What's going on, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Hey, guys, what are your just um, out-of-the-gate thoughts on Monday Night Raw? Good, Raj. I actually... I thought it was pretty good for the the first two hours. I thought the opening segment with Lesnar was hot. Um, I, the uh, the big cast Enzo thing was interesting. Uh, we'll we'll get into that. I, and for some reason, I dug Elias tonight. So and then the <laughs> Cena versus Rain stuff. I thought that was really cool. Um, yep. So yeah, it's uh, up and you know then I don't know the last hour. I just kind of found myself just trailing off. But um, overall, I thought I thought it was a good show. Matt, what about you? I uh, maybe because I had a preconceived notion that there'd be like maybe a Bobby Roode coming out tonight or somebody new coming out possibly for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think because I had that going into the show and it not happening, it definitely affected my view of it, which it shouldn't, but it did. Um, you know, because he's right, the Roman scene and stuff was really good. Anything with Joe, I thought tonight, it, it just keeps getting better and better and better. His attitude. He's finally he's finally slipping into like we're doing all of his Samoa Joeisms that 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 made him super popular on the indie scene with Ring of Honor and, and whatnot. That just that attitude right. that you can't you can't write for that attitude. He's doing that all on his own and it's working. Like Brock Lesnar comes to the ring, like he cuts it off. He does all these things you're not supposed to do, and mm. and talking shit while doing it, and it's awesome to watch. Um, so anything with him was good. Uh, Braun Strowman stuff with Brock was awesome. Brock is doing some great stuff right now, man. Uh, get, getting people over it, man. Um, so I don't know. If you had to give me a letter grade, I'll give it to you at the end of the show. But it was okay. Sure. Uh, and starting off the show, you did have uh, your universal champion, Brock Lesnar, still with the company, of course, last night. Um, the whole story going into that big four-way, which I thought was awesome. Uh, one of the better WWE matches I've seen in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, the stipulation was for him to stay in the company. And I like the fight that he had to show in that match to keep his job, so to speak. Um, I thought it was a different side of Brock. And like you said, he, he put a lot of guys over and made everybody look like a million bucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's who we started off with tonight to a very big pop. And mm-hmm. uh, Braun Strowman pretty much came out and told a quick story without saying a word. What did you guys think of the, the short and sweet interaction there? Raj, to you first. Um, I thought it was awesome. I, my, my one gripe is I think this is a WrestleMania match. I think mm-hmm. both of those, Reigns and Cena and, and Lesnar and Strowman, I feel like those are the hottest matches that WWE has right now. And I don't know if, if Reigns and Cena, if they're doing that at no mercy or if they're holding that for Survivor Series and just planting the seeds. But, man, those are two huge matches that I, I, I just feel like Strowman's so hot. Again, you don't want to wait too long, so maybe it is better to do that match now. But, sure. uh, Matt, let me ask you this. You think uh, 
because now it's at no mercy. It's going to be Brock against Strowman for the Universal Title. You think uh, you think Lesnar should win there, or, or, or should Strowman go? Over? I think Strowman needs to keep steamrolling because Brock did something. I don't. I, see, it's a tough call because the thing about Brock that makes him. I think the fans get to buy that, that those goosebumps that they, they get when his music hits is he's a real badass in real life. So the, what's the word? The veil has been lifted, if you will, from being indestructible, mm-hmm. right? Last night, especially it was put out there for a typical babyface stuff. The, it, he's doing great. He's selling. He's actually got sympathy. Brock Lesnar actually had sympathy, something that's like unheard, you would think would be unheard of and impossible to get for someone like him. who's legit in real life. Um, you know, meaning he's selling and people are actually buying into it and feeling bad for him. Um, so from that side of it, he's doing a great job. But from the other side, the veil's been lifted. He's no more Mr. Like, un- unstoppable. So I think you got to keep going strong with, with Strowman because it hasn't been lifted off of him yet. Yeah. I, I like how Brock, uh, do you see a mouth? Uh, he-, he-, he dropped an <laughs> F-bomb when Strowman's music hit. So it's cool that he's like really into yeah, it yeah exactly he's you know selling it like he's uh he's concerned about this guy you want to yeah, know I, th- something? I think he's got a ton of momentum right now braun does and, and i just would not want to hinder that you know what's funny it's like it's it's i'm telling you a lot of it has to do with brock's like and when i was tagged there when i was there with him if only the crew like the cruiserweights he never understood like how anyone could take them seriously. He would always think and say that. And like the ones that we had at the time, not all of them, not like Ray Mysterio, but like a Brian Kendrick, I remember would walk by and Brock would murmur, murmur something, you know, you know, things like that. So like, I wonder how much of it has to do with they're giving him legitimate people that he can take serious. Joe, you know, who I know Paul has completely overly, you know, hyped up the hell out of to Brock. Like, this is the guy you got to understand. I know he might look a certain way, but he's not. He's a bad mother. You know what? He's your perfect foil. And Brock listening. Now, I think Brock just sees and hears the reaction he's getting from any type of interaction whatsoever, even a tease of an interaction with Strowman. You know, so on his own, he's overselling it and doing a great job in a good way. Um, it is a mania match, man. I, I, they've got to fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they're pulling the trigger to me a little early on a lot of stuff here. Um, And and I wonder if it's because football season's right around the corner and they want to nab their viewers back uh, right before the NFL gets here. But uh, to me, it's a little early for, Mm -hmm. like you said, the the Braun and Lesnar and also Reigns and Cena if they go that direction. But it almost – they didn't tease a whole lot of tension at the end either. So I think they're going to slow play that. So hopefully that won't come to fruition for a long time. But – uh, coming out of that, um, Strowman did land two running power slams to Lesnar, which he sold the crap out of, which, mm-hmm. again, he's been making everybody look like a million bucks. And it, Brock looks like he's having fun lately, which is different, you know, compared to one of his first return runs. Uh, but he looks like he's having a legitimate good time right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after that, we go to a plug for <laughs> Enzo Amore and Big Cass which we got to right after the break. The big street fight, the Brooklyn street fight that Enzo cut a big promo on and then brought out the grocery cart. Well, was there a symbolic shovel in there? Did anybody see that uh, for Enzo? <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, I mean, they were having him just get killed out there. And I'm sure I'm sure there was supposed to be more of that. Um, and then oh, yeah. Big Cass legitimately got injured. You know what's sad? It's the one time Enzo gets offense. 
and Big Cass, you know, he gets offenses one time in that match, and Big Cass gets injured. What's his injury? Yep. Uh, he, uh, he, they're going to have him have an MRI tomorrow, but his, his leg. Uh, wow. yep, so, and, and I did have somebody message us pretty much right before the WWE released um, yeah, his injury that. Uh, that there's probably going to be an MRI and the guys backstage seem to think it was the ACL injury, but, you know, nothing confirmed yet. So, you know, you hate to see a guy who is in the middle of a push. Now, whether it's going as well as some of us want it to or not or in the direction we want it to, uh, you know, that's a completely different story. But you hate to see a guy have a legit injury where he just comes up like that and, and can't really do anything. And you saw he was putting the sensor guy to work um, on the USA Network for sure. Yeah, yeah. He was – He was. that's when you could tell it was real. Because oh, yeah. yeah. Big Cass wouldn't risk getting in trouble you know, right. with, with the boss by dropping the F-bomb. And WWE wouldn't have him out there saying that to – uh, you know, to to sell a fake injury, so with Enzo uh, Amore, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's Enzo's first victory, singles victory ever, on the main roster. It very well could be. Uh, and, and what I liked about this is Enzo called an audible, and is now using this as storyline. I mean, he pretty much played it off in the ring as you're a quitter. He posted a tweet shortly thereafter saying the same thing, uh, citing the story that he had his uh, foot turned around backwards in NXT but kept going in the match. Um, so, so he pretty much called Cass a quitter, built himself up in typical Enzo fashion, and probably just pissing everybody else off backstage. What, what, do, you think, uh, what do you think WWE is more upset about, that, that Cass got injured or that Enzo got a win accidentally? <laughs> <laughs> uh, flip a coin maybe um but no that i mean the match that was one of their better interactions because you saw all the different toys come into play and enzo got a couple little hope spots but it, it, you just hate to see that for cast in general yeah i mean they, they were telling a cool story and and uh you know enzo's trying to get that chair and yep. uh and constantly being stopped uh i'm sure with the way they book Enzo, he was never going to get it. He was just going to get destroyed. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you knew what was coming, but... Uh, last right. night was the funniest ever, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he just got booted as soon as he got out of the cage. Uh, <laughs> it's like, how do we make this guy look as stupid and weak as possible? <laughs> now, what I would have loved to have seen is when Enzo was actually hanging off the shark cage. That's when Cass reached up with a big boot and just kicked him straight off or something instead of waiting until he got down, but uh, maybe he, his legs can only reach so high, but no, last night was um, interesting to, yeah. to say the least. But uh, moving on, Emma backstage with Dana Brooke. They keep teasing these two as <laughs> being buddies, but they've done absolutely nothing with either one of them. Uh, da- uh, excuse me, Emma talking about Sasha and then uh, turns her disdain toward Naya, who sneaks up behind her and listens to the last couple of sentences. And this leads to Naya versus Emma in another proverbial squash. Uh, Matt, to you first. Are they going to do anything with Emma, or are they just going to send her back or release her? What, what do you think what, they should do with Emma from here what, on out? Well, first of all, would, would Maya have spy tech? What's like, that? Did you say she – I missed the very ending of that promo. Did you say Maya is the uh, – uh, what's her name? Big, uh, what's the Naya. Big, Naya. Naya yeah. Jax. Did you think she's the one that came up and was, like, over-listening, like, overhearing in the background? Yeah, that promo. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She <laughs> was the one. Did she, it look she, ridiculous? 
Well, the way, the way you, guys you know, Dana was doing the whole, hey, hey, look behind you. Uh, it was kind of uh, like, hey, look okay. behind you thing. Please She's be quiet. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I got right, it. Right, yeah. I just want to be honest. I missed something I want to ask. Um, gotcha. Well, the other here's the thing it's it's it, she's been so screwed over so many times being you know to answer your question about emma so many times over and over and over she keeps getting reintroduced shit canned reintroduced shit canned reintroduced we'll put you on the shelf for a few weeks and bring you back and then chicken it's like it's it, it sucks but i think we all for some reason have, we keep wanting we, we think that she can because she she is good in the ring. She looks like mm-hmm. a million bucks. She mm-hmm. looks like a star. She just does, right? She handles herself as one as well. And I just I don't know what they're missing with her, you know. I have no idea what their gripe is with her. But they keep doing these things with her that that last for like ten weeks in a row, and they don't go anywhere. We're supposed to forget about it, and then it happens again in another two weeks from now. Yeah, and she's kind of getting the whole Enzo treatment in a sense. And you, you think <laughs> about the the Baron Corbin is the same way right now. He and deserves there's it. another guy on SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, they're giving like four people the straight burial right now, and it's they're not trying to hide it either. That's that's the funny thing. Good. Baron Corbin, I can watch matches and matches of him being buried. <laughs> Raj? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like they're, you know, they're like, well, this is what happens when you complain on Twitter. And, Good. Uh, but Good. at least she's getting TV time, you know? Yeah. She wasn't otherwise, so I don't know what's worse. Like, you what get you embarrassed every week on TV and, and made to look worse and worse, yep. or yep. you're not on TV at all. Well, just to play devil's advocate here, Nia Jax complained on Twitter a few months ago, and now she's been moved up the card. Yeah, but she's she's a little different. I mean, yeah, you have the and, more mystique about her, I guess you could say. But No, that that's Rock's cousin. Rock's cousin. Yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. No, here's the, th- here's the other thing. that How do we know she wouldn't, she wouldn't be championed by now 10 times over if she just shut her mouth? Um, well, you know, you really don't know. And I, I think they're right for doing that with their talents, by the way. There needs to be. You, you can't just listen, especially if you are on TV, like shut the freak up, you know, do take what they're giving you and blow it up and do the best you can with it. If it doesn't work, then go back and say that was crap. I should have been having to do that. You know, stuff like that then. <laughs> but at least in the moment, try, you know, and there should be reper- repercussions for that yeah. to, to a degree. Unless you OK, unless you're like, OK, Zack Ryder. And you're super over, Damian Sandow, and you got super over, and they're not doing nothing with you. Yeah, you, 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 you're the guy that can get on there and put them on blast. You know, I think. Yeah, very, very true. Um, we moved along to that. Uh, from that to Elias walking backstage and comes back with a little bit of a song. And my God, Elias has gotten over, and. I mean, it could be this crowd, though. It well, that too, but and it happened last night too. But it's it's a situation where he's been ten times better, gimmick wise and wrestling wise, on the main roster to me than he ever had the chance of being on NXT. Yeah, he seems like he's really savoring it. Like he's really like uh, he's he's composing himself like a star. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how long the guitar thing. You know, what kind of legs that has. But he, he doesn't seem intimidated out there. He seems like uh, he knows what he's doing. And um, you got to, you know, just having that, uh, that poise and everything, it's, it's huge. And I think what, he, what, I got a what, kick out of him tonight. What was his name on the indie scene? On the like, indie scene? Was he was ever he, on the indie scene? I, I, don't, or did he I think he's more of a WWE project. Um, I don't yeah, think he was think very big right. on the indie scene. 
okay. uh, indie scene at all. I, I think he's more of those again, like a Baron Corbin type that they built from the ground up. And the dude, the dude has the look. I mean, yeah, he's got a really cool. I mean, he yes, looks he like Randy Savage, kind of. You know. Yeah, but but um, bigger. He's big, dude. Yeah, he's a big, dude. I mean, you get rid of the the uh, the mid card gimmick, and you could have. You know, he's yeah. not great in the ring, but sometimes once you get that confidence, it, it, you know, he's things improved. Happen. Yeah, yeah. It makes um, it does make you improve in the ring. Yeah. Yep. So and he went toe to toe with none other than our truth uh, tonight. None other. None other. None <laughs> other. Um, you know, the the rap sensation himself. So um, the, the the rap battle, music battle, Elias wins. Pretty quick match. Any thoughts on this one, guys, at all? I have no problem with this. I like him kicking people's asses right now. Yeah, I thought this was an entertaining segment. Uh, I liked the whole thing. I liked Elias. I, th- I liked the song. I thought it was funny. And, uh, I, you know, with our truth it shouldn't go long. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it yeah. went short, I mean, and, this, and it did its was... job. It got, it got Elias uh, some steam. So I liked it. Yeah, this was pretty definitive. Uh, hopefully it does not continue for the foreseeable future. Um, after that, we went straight to the top of the 9 o'clock hour where Kurt Angle unveiled a new superstar to Raw, and that was John Cena. And Wrestling Inc. has been sort of touting and reporting this move for a long time, but they made it official tonight. All right, so Matt, let me ask you here first. Besides the whole Roman thing, do you think he has another big purpose on Raw other than the Roman match at this point? Yeah, I, I, knowing John and knowing his relationship with uh, – Joe, I'd be, I'd be very surprised not to see a feud between those two. Very surprised. And I think they almost need to do that, to, to, to crisscross almost, so they could get, that's one way they could get to Roman versus John at Mania, is, is if you're not going to do anything with Joe by pulling the trigger on putting the belt on him, right, with Brock, which is what they should do, mm-hmm. um, then, then, then have him work with John. John can afford to lose the angle to Joe, no problem. He could still make it out of there and still work Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'd be a great buffer feud. You tea, you got the tease right now for Cena and Reigns, and then you you move on in other directions. I'm not sure where you go with Reigns right now. He's kind of there's kind of no one open. Um, what would be cool? They put they put they put him in that tag. You know what I mean? With, with just for like a quick minute, the reunion. Oh, that would be awesome if they Has got him involved with man, the Ambrose. And, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, what time. I like about yeah, I can see them doing something with like Elias and Roman just because they got nothing else for, you know, they're building Elias and, and they need someone for Roman to beat. So I, I could almost see that. And, and Glenn, Glenn and I have talked about this on the Wednesday shows. Self-aware John Cena has sort of made an appearance lately where he's acknowledging, <laughs> he's acknowledging the booze. He's sort of this uh, dancing bear type of, hey, I, I hear your booze and I'm going to mm. dance with it. I'm going to brush him off. I'm going to make fun of it. Uh, what do you guys think of that little character wrinkle that he's been showing the past few weeks? I've I've said, knowing John, I've said this from day one. Trust me when I tell you those booze bother him. He's had to endure, maybe not now because he's had to endure them for so many years, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it broke, I guarantee you, it broke John's heart the first time that that crap started happening. It wouldn't stop. Um, John's the type of dude that needs to be at least when I knew him, he, he needed to be number one. He needed to be edgy. He had to be the cool kid in the room. You know what I mean? No matter what room you were in, he had to be the funny one in the core. So he had to be liked is what, is what I take from that. Right. Right. 
and we all want to be liked. I mean, as baby, every one of us, when we're baby faces, we don't want to be booed. I don't want to be in a situation where Triple H is having to cover my ass and say things like in interviews, well, he's in 32,000 people standing up and booing him, so it looks like he's, you know, he is a heel, isn't he? Even though we're not, you know, yeah. we're not booking him that way. Yeah, that, that kind of talk. You don't need my company. No baby face wants that. That's not our goal. You know, so they can keep sugarcoating this crap and like, oh, those fans are because they're so polarizing. No, they're being straight up booed. They're they're using those two guys as their pawns to tell you guys we don't like the way you book a show. And essentially, that's what the Miz came out and let everyone know. And I thought yes. Miz real, real quick, had I, a I, 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 before we we get to the Miz, I just gotta say sure. this with Cena. Um, I love the heat that the you know in the crowd and the crowd reaction with Reigns and Cena in there. I thought that was awesome, but Cena was just driving me nuts with how over-the-top giddy he was being. He was, like, Mm -hmm. not taking – he just seemed like he was not taking anything seriously. And -hmm. it reminded me of, like, you know, in the past when they'd get these celebrities in there and they would just kind of be, like, you know, smirking about the whole thing like they were too good to be there. That's almost what Cena came across like. Like, he was just, like, not taking – nothing was – you know, it was all kind of a joke and – Aha, uh-huh. and, and and there was never a point where he looked like he got serious tonight. I mean, for a brief moment, I guess, when, when Roman hit him with the Superman punch at the end. But Right, and that's what I think happened last night. I knew Baron Corbin was not going to win as soon as John Cena put JBL's freaking cowboy hat on. Um, <laughs> I mean, and you knew that was like, you know, he said, this boy shook. And I'm like, they're not taking Corbin seriously here. And lo and behold, eight minutes later, you know, Corbin's laying on the ground to a single AA. Not very many people get beat with a single AA, even though Miz did Anymore. later tonight. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a so, case I mean, of like Cena. I don't know if it's a case of Cena, Cena having a senioritis. You know, where he knows he, his foot's out the door yeah. in, in in a month and a half. Uh, he's got some big movies coming up. They're already talking about him in this new Knight Rider movie being in the lead. So. Uh, it could just be like he's just like I'm having fun and I'm I'm not here that long and you know I I'm not going to get that involved. I don't know. I hope that's not it. But yeah. um, it, that's the way it came across to me. He did. He just was just not nothing. Not taking the thing seriously. Like when Roman came out, he should have got stepped up his intensity a little. Like this is the guy he came on Raw to replace me. Yeah, exactly. Like make it a heated moment, not just kind of laugh it off once Roman's in the ring. Yep. Uh, so again, we, we said Miz came out and cut what I thought was a very talking smack esque promo by him. Good. Uh, and, and it was so so good. Miz was uh, out, Miz was outstanding here, as he's been always. When he gets right. the opportunity, man. Yeah. Have you seen anybody, Raj, over the years take advantage or be in a spot where the company does not want him to succeed? They like, go back to day one. They did not want that kid to succeed. They wanted to embarrass him. On national TV, I mean, have you ever seen anything like that? Nobody gives him enough credit for this. No, think no, about I what didn't. he's done. The whole yeah. I was there. The whole locker room hated him. Mm-hmm. Hated him. Yeah, yeah I, and I, that was I what JBL feel... alluded to on uh, what Bring It to the Table, and they were talking about Enzo's heat backstage. That he said Miz is literally the only one who has survived all the heat that he had gotten it's true. to get to the point to where he is today. No question. Nobody took more more stuff than that kid did. Nobody. We're talking years worth. It wasn't just him not changing the locker room. I would say three years. Jeez. Like, yeah. dude, I remember I had it for like a couple weeks for something. There was a tour I couldn't go on. Uh, some of the, upper, the, the, the older guys were like, oh, you took it to go on the tour. And I was like, no, I'm going to propose to my wife. It's a little bit more important. 
And yeah. um, I, I got heat for that. Anyways, um, so corny. <laughs> I remember saying, I was like, that, that, that's the corniest thing ever. If you want to go in the parking lot and handle it with me, we can handle it that way. I go, we don't have to have this little childish crap that you guys do back here. Where you, you talk shit behind my back, how I don't want it, and all this other crap. Right. You know? Yeah. No one will say shit. Anyways, um, I just, hmm. What's the worst backstage heat you think you've ever seen? Because Enzo, it sounds like Enzo's really bad right now. Um, would you would you say Miz. would you say it was a Miz? Miz was so unjust. It was it wasn't even fair. It was just because oh it's reality star. Let's get him, guys. Yeah, you know, like it was like that. Um, it was so stupid. He never did anything wrong. Okay, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, he did sit <laughs> in the wrong locker once. Um, he got food on Chris Benoit's stuff. Uh, uh, I forget what, what it was, his bag or his clothes or something. <laughs> okay, so that was bad. And the wrong person to do it with. And, oh, yeah. um, but not worth three years worth of stuff. And, you, and here's the thing about Miz. You can tell he's a huge wrestling fan. Anybody that's a huge wrestling fan like I was, we have that in common. And so why would I treat you any different than, than I would want to be treated? I never understood that logic. These guys hated it when they came up. But then miraculously, they took it as a bat, quote, unquote, badge of honor when it was their turn to give it out. Yeah, it's so it's such hypocrisy. But I think Miz, Miz is probably the worst. I've seen a bunch of others. Um, Samoa Joe joined the party as well. And what I love about Joe is he didn't come in as the best talker, right? And he seems so legitimate, so genuine when he speaks that he makes you think he could kill whoever he's talking to, and that could even even be Cena. Roman, whoever, and he basically said, you know, Roman, you're kind of my bitch. And then that um, spawned a chant from the Brooklyn crowd, one of the few that I thought was kind of cute and made sense. But um, uh, it, he just feels so legitimate right now, and it, it's good to see him at the top of the card as a, sort of a mainstay. And being that badass, you know, character that, that we, we all mm-hmm. want him to be and wanted him to be when he first got there. Mm-hmm. Now, Samoa Joe comes across as authentic. He doesn't come across like he's memorizing a script or anything. He's uh, he's doing awesome. I mean, those those four guys, Roman, uh, Samoa Joe, Braun, uh-huh. and, and Brock, they've just done an awesome job with. And, yeah. You know, and yeah. If you think back to when they were teasing Braun Strowman and Undertaker a couple of years ago and we were all panicking, panicking like, oh, my God, this guy sucks. Yeah. He's not ready. And now we see what's happened. It's like, Maybe we should have given the guy a little more credit. Well, he, 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 he couldn't have pulled it off. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't have pulled it off back sure. then. I mean, but, Roman uh, really did, you know, helped him come along. You know, oh, yeah. Roman really uh, and that's him. been one of the feud of, feuds of the year, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I remember which, just last year we were all joking about how they think that Braun's going to be a main eventer, and he just looked like crap in the ring. You know, when he was doing yeah. the, the squash matches and everything, it looked clumsy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and man, he just come a long way. It's an, ex- it's an example we said earlier uh, about if you get you get an opportunity to, re- to wrestle toward the top, it, for, it, for some reason it works this way. You become more confident, and once you become more confident, your in-ring work gets better. I don't know how to explain why. I guess it's a confidence thing, right? Yeah, you're not scared yeah. of making mistakes. If you have the offices backing like that, I'm telling you guys, it, it's it's hard to screw that up. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Braun. I'm just saying it sped up so fast because they've shown so much believe in him so fast by putting him at the top so fast right. with top guys. It makes you improve automatically. I improved overnight working just one time with Kurt Angle. I felt like I learned uh, like about a year's worth of info. I swear to you, in a 40-minute match with him on a house show. Yeah. 
You I know, think Roman, Roman was the same way. You remember when he first, mm-hmm. when the Shield split, it was like, uh, this guy's not ready for the limelight. And then his matches, you know, improve greatly. And he, now he, he, he consistently has great matches. He does. And people don't give him credit for it, actually, because they're so stuck on booing him and whatnot. He, oh, yeah. he, his matches are genuinely, I think, genuinely all entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's broadened his offense. I mean, he still has his signatures, um, but everyone does, thought, of it's, course. It's, I mean, it's the WWE style more or less now. But he's definitely honed his his in ring skill to to a you know magnificent level. But yeah. um, still to come, the Raw Tag Team Champions um, were on site and uh, they had a match later in the evening. Cole then confirmed Cena and Reigns versus Miz and Joe. Joe pretty much named himself as Miz's partner for later in the night, <laughs> and, which I thought was kind of cool. And then, you know, they had a backstage segment later that I'm sure we'll touch on. But um, before we get to the cruiserweight match, Tony Nese, you know, a, a sort of a, a body guy, you, you could say. But um, he probably did a little bit of that with the help of DDP Yoga. Um, and we want to talk about... The sponsor of tonight's program, DDP Yoga, and his UK tour, Diamond Dallas Page, um, Hall of Famer, 2017 WWE Hall of Famer. DDP Yoga has worked for thousands of people, including some of the WWE stars like Chris Jericho, Mick Foley, Goldust, and AJ Styles, just to name a few. Um, Dallas is celebrating his Hall of Fame induction with a UK tour. You can join in on the inspirational Q&A and a conversation with DDP in Glasgow. Manchester, Birmingham, London, and this event will also be offering autograph and selfie sessions with Dallas. And if you saw his Hall of Fame speech, you know he can tell some great and inspiring stories. So he'll have you so motivated. Now, Matt, you can probably do this without motivation, but you'll be able to run through a brick wall. How about that? Um, And a lot of the time, you'll be laughing your behind off too because I was during his Hall of Fame speech. On this UK tour, he'll be running DDPY workshops. All these workshops, uh, you can bet it will be inspiration meets perspiration. And I know Raj has attended these workshops as well. Uh, His inspiration is infectious because Dallas really does care about you and hitting your goals. He walks around, introduces himself to everyone, closes the workshop, gets a personal selfie. You know, you get all sorts of cool stuff. And it's all those in all those locations that I mentioned before. So here's what you do. Go to ddpuktour.com to reserve your spot and find out all the details. Now, if he's not going to be in your area over the pond anytime soon, you can get the DDP Yoga Now app. The beauty of the app is that you can go, it goes right to your cell phone or your iPad, straight to your TV. The app has everything, 150 workouts, live DDPY workouts from the Performance Center, healthy, great tasting cooking shows, and endless motivation and inspiration. You can access them all on your phone or tablet. Very, very easy. And you get a little bit of extra incentive because he is running a sale on DDP Yoga. Right now, you can get the app and all of the DVDs for 20% off. That's 20% off all of the DVDs and the DDPY Now app. Take advantage of this summer sale on the DDPY Yoga, excuse me, DDP Yoga program when using the promo code Summer 17, that's Summer 17 at checkout, 20% off the DDP Yoga Now app and the DVDs. Get the program and take advantage of this sale, 20% off, 
Go to ddpyoga.com for all the details. Summer 17 is your promo code, and we appreciate them sponsoring the program. So, Roger, I know, man. I know, man. You got to get it all in, man. You got to get it all in. But, Raj, I want to see Raj. Hang on. I want to see video footage, proof of Raj attending a DDP workshop. All right. I will will text you the photo. There you go. I mean, I was there as a guest, I wasn't there as a a participant. That's what Uh I'm saying. Loophole. (laughs) Loophole. Uh, but I, I did try it out. My wife and I both uh, we both did we both did it for a while. My wife is a yoga instructor, and uh, uh, she was really impressed with it. I mean, she was yeah. like, uh, she she you know she she teaches. Um, she's been teaching for about a year now, and she was really impressed with uh, some of the techniques and how he's incorporated it and uh, and modified and, and you know evolved it to to not be like um, what you expect yoga to be, but um, you know his his own style. Yeah. Yep. Very cool stuff. You know, you've heard of legends, you know, the Scott Halls, the Jake Roberts and and the DDP yoga changing their lives. So uh, and plus a lot of the current superstars using it. So we we thank them for being a sponsor of the program. Like I said, Tony Nice, the body guy. He joined his fellow heels in the cruiserweight division. Arya Devore, Noam Dar, Drew Gulak versus Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali and Graham Metalik. Has Graham Metalik been on Raw yet or was this his first time? Uh, I want to say second. He was on two two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah. He. I think he's been back on Raw since he's returned to the division. But hey, real quick, why do you call him a body guy? Uh, just, just his physique, man. He, he's. You like his physique? Well, he, he's good. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's ripped. Fella. Dude's well, got like a twelve well, pack. And I know you're coming off your competition Saturday, well, but for us, that's a great physique. Let me just <laughs> state for the record that he is a right now. Um, he is a your nutritional blueprint customer of mine. Ah, he actually uh-huh. is, he, he eats off of my uh, food prep service company. Oh, nice. The, nice. The best nice. food you okay. can get, people. Healthy food. You're you're eating pizza and pastas, and you think you're eating, you think you're cheating, but you're not. Send them our way. Send them our way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, r- random eight man tag here just to fill Very. a few minutes on the show. The crowd and, made and the kind of made this match. You know, like they they were really into it. This was the most into a cruiserweight match they've ever been and and grand metal league kind of got and they weren't into the the cruiserweights they were doing the wave and all that stuff i was about to say it was the beach, beach ball in a wave, but i'm not sure it was the match necessarily yeah, but grand metal league got him back when he did that you know springboard on the outside and and then oh, yeah. they, they were in the match after that um i think they sort of highlighted metal league and alexander here alexander picks up the win with a fantastic lumbar check on, uh, I believe it was Nice who sold the absolute crap out of that move. Um, so that, that's one of the coolest finishers on the roster, I think, right now. Yeah, so I guess that's your next cruiserweight program is uh, Cedric Alexander and, and Neville. Ooh, great. <laughs> I mean, I, no, that one I've been looking forward to the whole time. I, I've been waiting for Cedric to get to the top of this card, so I, I would be interested in that feud. So we'll see if they finally – keep the title on Neville or we're just going to play hot potato. Um, So Charlie Crusoe backstage with Tozawa, or excuse me, with Neville and then Tozawa and O'Neal interrupt. Titus says that they'll have a rematch on 205 live tomorrow night, tomorrow night. And that was made official later on. So who do you guys have tomorrow night? Do you have uh, Neville retaining or another hot potato? No retaining. Yeah, this is their way to just blow off the feud without having to, you know, go all the way till the pay per view. 
Because I wasn't and, even wanted to begin with, but whatever. No, and yeah, I, I think that might have been to draw more eyes to the pay per view or give Neville the pay per view win. But I mean, was it? It wasn't necessary if you were just going to take it right back off of him. In my opinion, you don't need to beat him. He lost a little bit of what he had built because of that right. one little bitty loss. Yeah, it sounds stupid. Like losses shouldn't matter that much, but in this case, it does. He was he was unbeatable. He was beating Austin Aries. You know, by a, by a centimeter mm-hmm. in those matches, right? So, like, here's a, and then this guy just pops a win up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's one of those. I think they book it that anything happened in WWE, anything happened on Raw, you don't want to, whatever, you don't want to miss it. That crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kurt Angle backstage uh, with Jason Jordan. They sort of have this friendly interaction. Kurt doesn't. Jordan job wants some action. Kurt does a good job with all this. Have you seen him in like those fake shoot interviews and stuff? Yeah. Like he looks so believable. He thinks that this is his kid. <laughs> and, and sometimes Kurt comes off as cheesy, but in, in this particular mm-hmm. storyline, I think he's actually done really well with it. Uh, you know, he was super uncomfortable with, he called Asuka Asuka the other night on NXT TakeOver. But um, <laughs> so you can tell he didn't exactly follow the NXT product. Well, you but, can tell uh, Michael man. Cole sounded like he doesn't follow 205 Live. But he, there was like something no... out there where he was like he was asking Corey Graves something about a storyline on, on 205 Live. I'm forgetting and, exactly what it was. Yeah, and then Graves told him, Hey, why don't you join us? And then silence. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's my reaction. Yeah. But uh Jordan wants some stiffer competition of even though he got pinned clean as a sheet on the pre-show. But uh, he won't spin Balor of all people. Yeah. Spin freaking Balor. Yeah, so they, they put him that, against someone that he's guaranteed to get booed against. So I, I think this is right. all the beginning of a heel turn. Like maybe he keeps losing, gets frustrated, keeps get, you know trying to get his dad to get him easier matches or something. But it, it leads to him being a heel. Because as a babyface, this is not working. It's not. No. Me and Raj were talking before the show started, and we uh, stopped because I wanted to save it for this show. Um, our, my thought was, I, it's that what, what Raj just said. It's one of two things: either that, or they're legitimately doing what they should have done, in my opinion, with Roman Reigns at the beginning of his push. Have him lose a bunch, not by a lot, but but you know, give it his all, but come up short like five or six times in a row with five or six different guys, yeah. and that way the crowd has no choice. But to eventually get behind you somewhat, you know, they, they seem to get your ass kicked enough where you're like, okay, you know, it's time for this guy to start fighting back and they start cheering for you. That's the goal. I know it's 2017. It doesn't always work that way anymore with these fans, but that's the psychology. I think they should have done that with Roman. And um, maybe they're doing that with him, you know, with Jason Jordan as far as making us emotionally invest more by going, all right, yeah, it was kind of annoying at first that he came, you know, all of a sudden he has superpowers because he's Kurt's kid and he's winning matches and he's on friggin' semi-main event matches on Raw all of a sudden. You know, it's a little lot, it's a lot to take. So they yeah. shit on it and his cheesy smiles and his cheesy promos and it's almost too good to be true that he's a good guy with the shit, yeah. with the crap he was saying, which goes to Raj's point, like, this has got to be going toward a heel turn, you know? It, it can't be this cheesy. Yeah. But um, and this is the case where I think they're actually reading the crowd correctly, um, and and following. It depends. You know, what the crowd. If, if they turn them heel, yes. oh, yeah. If that's what we think they're going, if they if they're not, they they think like this is working. Then we'll they're not slowly get back. At yeah, we'll slowly get, we're slowly we're supposed to slowly get behind him because he's losing. That's that's that is I'm telling you, they're thinking if this isn't a heel turn. 
Yeah, and and with that, I mean, he did have a great match with Finn tonight. He looked he looked Wasn't so good. good. Yeah. yeah, he looked he looked awesome. No, the match was was really good, and I think part of that, you know, is is Balor, but you know, Jason Jason Jordan. can hold it can hold his own in a ring, and we know he has one heck of a hot tag. I would love to see him in more 10, 12 minute matches to see how he can some work things over and that kind of thing. But, uh, but I let, think he's, he's improved as a singles. Let, let me tell you how good he is. You guys at the performance center, anytime a star would come in, Billy Gunn back when dusty was still here. Um, and when somebody would come in for the day, Scott Hall, mm-hmm. Jason Jordan was always everybody's first pick to go through those move sets with to show the class. Every nice. time Jason Jordan is immaculate in that ring. He doesn't screw up. He doesn't mess up. He's nothing like Bobby Roode as far as charisma and character goes, but as far as mm-hmm. never messing up in a match, that's that's Jason Jordan. He's so goddamn good in the ring. So it's cool to see him get a character finally because he doesn't have that naturally on his own. Yeah. Right. All right. After that, we went to your new Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. They come mm-hmm. out sort of chummy chummy and he feels like old times and we're brothers again no sight of Seamus and Cesaro tonight but um what'd you think of the promo here and the eventual Matt and Jeff Hardy unveiling I think Seamus is filming that movie so that might be one of the reasons they well I think they would have taken the titles off of them anyway but he's he's filming that movie with the the guy that was on Raw a few weeks ago I forget that guy's name he was in the Transformers movie um well, that's good. That's good because remember your word, your concern was great. They're going to go back and forth like five more times. And they probably will once they're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I don't think he's going to be that gone that long. Um, but uh, yeah, Hardys so, versus them is going to be badass. So the Hardys, yeah, I just thought they kind of threw this kind of fast. This is I'll like their it. biggest tag team match that they have. I'll take it. It's going to be good. Well, they no, did it tonight. So they, uh, I know, Matt, you've been beat after your uh, competition. No, I saw tonight. I mean, oh, I mean as an angle, as a whole. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was just a blow-off since Cesaro and Sheamus, you know, can't be a team right now uh, while Sheamus is filming it's that movie. got to be at least a month, right? No, I think they're probably mm. going back with Sheamus and Cesaro because they had, uh, right, Ambrose? They won clean tonight. They did. They did. Which, um, I thought it was kind of weird, but. Yeah. And. I'm not going to say the Hardys have been relegated to anything because they're still one of the biggest and most overacts in the company, but I kind of feel at their age, this is going to be kind of their role from here on out is putting guys over, even though, you know, Ambrose and Rollins are already established, but I thought this was to sort of solidify that they're back as a team, that being uh, Rollins and and Ambrose. Yeah. I remember when I said this, when the Mm -hmm. Hardys came after WrestleMania they got that gigantic pop and I was like, man, they, I could see WWE turning them into the Dudleys by SummerSlam. Yeah, by the summer, and I got a lot of people in the comments saying it was nuts and how can because you say of Jeff that? Hardy is because of Jeff Hardy. Right. I say that as well. Right, I'm, I'm one of them because you go, there's no way that they take Jeff Hardy, even though they're a tag team and Matt's there and whatnot, because of the importance <laughs> of Jeff Hardy to that company, they'll never do that, not yet, and they are. Yeah. And it's just money left on the table because you put Jeff Hardy in that mix with Rollins and Balor or move into SmackDown with Rude and Nakamura and all those guys. Oh, my God. And you you got just a ton of options. You have an automatic main eventer. It makes no sense to me. And a crap load of merch. That's the biggest thing I don't understand. Yeah. Unless they're selling Uh, regardless, which I imagine they are because they're like the freaking Beatles, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if – 
you know, everyone keeps thinking like Matt's going to bring a variation of the broken thing back. I think Who we're, cares, I man? think Just we're way ahead. past that. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I think what you're getting now is probably all you're going to get. And they're what woken now instead of broken. Well, they don't, I don't but, even uh, think they've said that on TV. I think that was just mm-hmm. you know they play the internet and and hope to get something going, but yeah, yeah. I think it's dead, you know. But um, my day, Rollins, Matt. yeah, my, yeah, no. Matt. <laughs> and Rollins and Ambrose get the win. But uh, did you guys see the heart attack sling blade during this match by Rollins and Ambrose? I thought that was a, a very cool move to add to their repertoire as sort of a tandem offense. Definitely uh, so. sweet. Yeah. All right. Up next, the uh, champs stand tall. Then Cole shows us what happens between Strowman and Lesnar. And it is now confirmed that they will have a championship match for the Universal title on September 24th at No Mercy. So we got and, five weeks until the next pay-per-view. Uh, that's a lot of time. How many uh, Lesnar appearances are advertised, Raj, between here and there? Do you know? Uh, he's on Raw next week. And then okay. um, I think it's... Uh, you know, and they usually add them as they go, but for, they for go sure home, he's there. He's there next week, and I think he's got one more uh, that's booked. It's it's somewhere on the site, but yeah. Okay. And backstage with Samoa Joe and the Mister Raj, I thought this was mm. a clever little segment as Mid Miz rallies the troops and tries to tell Joe exactly what he's going to do, and then Joe's like, <laughs> "Nah, man, this this is what we're doing." And everybody's <laughs> like, "Okay, okay, you you got it, boss, you got it." Uh, I thought, again, this sort of reiterates what we just talked about earlier. Joe is so believable. Miz turns back into the chicken shit heel a little bit. And uh, this was a neat little segment. If if Joe wasn't who he was, I'd like to see more of him in the Miz. But because Mm -hmm. of who he is, I think it would just kind of water him down a little bit. So it would. But they were there's it was really entertaining. I love that. that (laughs) Yeah. Up next. Sasha Banks comes out with her new Raw Women's Championship now, four time champion, which puts her in some pretty elite company and takes a few shots um, at Alexa Bliss. And Alexa comes out looking, or, or excuse me, Sasha wants her rematch You know, tonight if she really wants it. Alexa says it's for next week, which we later get confirmed. Um, Sasha, to me, got more into her, here's what I'm talking about because they gave me a script type of Boston accent compared to what we see during her regular interviews. And I really hate that they differentiate that. Raj, what do you think about just sort of her differentiation of character and, and sort of how they use her in these promos? Um, I, don't know. I thought her promo was fine. I just thought, you know, this crowd was, you know, at times I thought it, it was fun that they were loud. At times they were annoying as hell. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, just, just you know, they were like a post-mania crowd where they're kind of right. there to entertain themselves. And yeah, and then WWE that. did some stupid crap tonight, like when they, sh- mm-hmm. you know, shot them with the beach ball. And, you know, with Cesaro, oh, wow. when he ripped that beach ball up, I loved it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, man, now they're going to bring that these been the all the time. Yeah, I want, why not? I want to be on my, I want my beach ball on TV. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, and and then it happened again. Not this time. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed the fan with it. So that is just stupid that they did that. Um, it is, but and you know, you know, it's them thinking they're like living on the edge here with their with, you know, let's we're shooting, brother. Whatever the fans are doing, we're going to shoot. You well, know? I think it's part like, of it was Cena. A good idea. I think part of it was Cena acknowledge it. You know, again, it was that yeah. whole senioritis. Not, you know, everything's a joke, and he's all laughing at the beach ball and getting mad at security for getting rid of it. And, uh, and oh, I felt course. like the camera had no choice, but to show it because you know, that's what Cena yeah. was doing because that's John's act. I forgot. He wants everyone to come and have a good time. <laughs> Even if it's at my expense and you say you hate my guts and hope I die. It's okay. Bullshit, John. 
<laughs> so oh, yeah man. so but, these these crowds i don't know I, I i like that when they're loud but when they try to just get into it for themselves and i felt like they were doing that with sasha like they were just kind of being yeah. pricks to be pricks and, and a little bit they, of that they, they, would, they would be chanting we want sasha if that was bad. yeah right. uh, well yeah and, and a little bit of that too is it guilt by association because even the nxt crowd when um bailey went for an interview they booed her so I wonder Art. if it's a little bit of yeah. get guilt by association where Alexa got the bigger pop tonight. You know, it, it, mm, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, uh, that's what happened. I just the crowds was very weird. Yeah, I don't think you can days. take you can judge future booking by this crowd. No, what the right reactions are going to be. So um, it's not what it used to be. Vince McMahon Senior used to say, you know, if you can make it an MSG, I mean, that's a great gauge that you can make it anywhere. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd is too different in New York right now. Yeah, and they hype the main event for later on in the evening, and we go straight to Jason Jordan <laughs> versus Finn Balor. Uh, excuse me, Balor picks up the win here again, clean, but. A competitive match where I thought both guys looked pretty good and Balor looked kind of legitimately pissed after this victory because of the crowd sort of taking ownership in their match, not really paying attention mm. to what I thought was a more than satisfactory match. Definitely. I thought it was a really yeah. good match. It was. I thought Jordan looked really good. Finn looked great. Uh, there was nothing wrong with this match except for, like you said, the crowd was just, you know, just like at, at some point it's like, just shut your mouth. Like, why are you there? Yeah. Guys, you paid your money. What are you doing? Right. You and know, then you'll have, you'll have some people say. You don't go to a football right. game and start just chanting stupid crap and, and acting like you don't care about what's going on on the field. You know, yeah, it's a yeah, massive waste of money. Trying to steal the quarterback's uh, camera time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seriously. And people that say they paid their money so they can do whatever they want to, shut up. You're not there to get yourself over. You're there to watch a product. If you didn't then just go back home. You, you I, can I, chant through your television. You, there's it, no business being there. If you Say, I wrestling. paid my money to the opera. If I'm acting like an ass, they're going to kick me out. Rightfully so. Exactly. <laughs> it's the way it should be. It's like, you know, if you guys claim you're wrestling fans. You're real wrestling fans. You know it's not what's best for wrestling. So why take part in it? Why hurt, the, why hurt it? If you yeah. love it so much. It's because you don't love it so much. It's trendy <laughs> for you at the moment. And you're getting a ticket. You're wearing your little Bullet Club shirt. And you think you're cool, and, 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 and you know, and that's what they're doing. And by the way, I, I have World Cup shirts. But I'm, 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 those, not, those shirts are awesome. They're the best. And I'm not, and I'm not going to shows and disrupting them though. Right. It's so oh, man. stupid. Yeah. Now the only reason. Oh, sorry, Raj. Go ahead. That, that smart ass attitude that could get really annoying after a while. Yeah. Okay. The only reason I bring this next thing up is because I want to get an official movie review from our own Glenn Rubenstein later. <laughs> WWE Studios movie with Bruce Lee or on yeah. Bruce Lee. What? Um, uh, what? Yeah, they, they're coming out with like a Kung Fu movie, the WWE Studios. Oh, are. Lord. Yeah, so, it's, some, it's based on this, uh, yeah. this famous Bruce Lee fight. I remember... I remember reading about it back in the day where uh, this guy was uh, mad that Bruce Lee was teaching, you know, Kung Fu to white people and Bruce Lee had to fight this guy. And if he won, he could continue to teach to, to white people. <laughs> and so and that, that's, that was a real thing. That was a real, uh, it was a big fight. They did it untelevised. Only a few people were there. It was a, a famous What was fight. the guy going to do? Like get going to his dojo and like stop everything? 
pull Johnny from Karate Kid? I, th- I think Ms. it was Miyagi's uh, little uh, plant. We'll have to I think find it was. Out a, I think it was plan. an honor thing, but you know, like just. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah so um Plane. anyway i like i love bruce lee stuff like uh you know like i, I used to watch not with them associated all. exactly that's the thing but when i see <laughs> wwe studios you know i would probably know. watch this if i did not see wwe studios associated with it. i'll watch anything with lebron james and michael jordan right and right there now uh what's his name uh loren was it lorenzo ball the father uh, LeVar Ball. Uh, LeVar Ball. Yeah. Anything of those guys on YouTube, I'll watch over and over. Just keep going through. Oh, but but here, here's the thing. If WWE was associated with any of those three, <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they were. It ruins it. Yeah. And, uh, and you they, didn't they want to watch that. That, <laughs> that, that segment was ever. best skipped. <laughs> Even The Miz couldn't make that entertaining. Right. Um, that's Jeez. that's how that was. But anyways, main event time. John Cena, Roman Reigns versus The Miz and Samoa Joe. Sort of paint by numbers type of main event tag match here, but you know all all four had some good work. The Miztourage got involved. John Cena and Roman Reigns with the win, but we did have a little tension. One hundred percent. Reigns, sorry, right, go ahead, Matt. No, finish your finish. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just gonna say that uh, Roman Reigns did hit a Superman punch on John Cena by accident, so we mm-hmm. have that seed now planted, and we'll see how slow they play it. But uh, thought it was a decent little match overall. Good main event. This whole thing was set up for that, obviously. The whole oh, match. So, so, so it's okay. I don't ever, none of them phoned it in, so I don't want to call it, you know, paint by numb. I don't want to insult the match, but at the right. same time, it wasn't, they, everyone knew what the story and the business of the match was. The business of mm-hmm. the match was to get to what we saw at the very end with both baby faces, arms raised in the air, Cena looking at, you know, Roman very um, untrustworthy wise or whatever the word is. He doesn't trust him. Um, and it's like you said, it plants those seeds that we get to, what would happen if those two collided. Yeah. And right now for, for two guys that maybe faces that fans hate, um, it's very interesting to me. It's, it's intriguing. I can't wait to see like who the fans actually go with. I think they're going to go with Roman. Yeah. That's what I think. Like that at yeah. a WrestleMania and, uh, it would just be just such a spectacle that I really would. to see that. How do so, we get, to, you- oh, sorry, go ahead, bud. If you have that as your double main with Strowman and Lesnar at a WrestleMania, that's that's a heck of a double main event there. Who do we have for Joe? You got to think of somebody. Joe's got to be in a major mm-hmm. match. Maybe it's a three-way. Maybe Styles. Finn. They better they better build Finn up quick, mm-hmm. better than they have been. Yeah. It can't be somebody new. I feel for Joe. It's got to be an old. It's got to be Cena. It's got to be someone like that. Yeah, you know that's very well established. I'm sure they'll get to Cena before. Um, it Where? looks like they're going there, you know, pretty soon. So. That would be a good uh, seriously. I think that'd be a great way to get Roman versus Cena to happen at Mania. Have that crossover match with Joe for a few months. John loves Joe, loves him. Mm. Yeah, they you started know? out together, right? Right. And, uh, that's why they've always UPW, had that. UPW was it? Yeah, he, I remember in OVW, he always wear a Samoa, this ugly brown Samoa Joe shirt. Like, who is Samoa Joe, you know? And it, it, I didn't know. I didn't work indies or anything. And he was like, uh, this, this is my buddy. You know, I met out you know, from California and whatnot. Like, he loves this dude. So, like, I know John's going to want him at want, want, like, an angle with him. There's no way he won't. Because he knows how long it's take Joe to get here. Yeah. Yep. And I think Miz was put in this little tag match to take the pin, but – do you see any of these three other guys that were in the match going after the Intercontinental title? That's something I didn't even think about. Isn't that bad? That's horrible. Um, 
You could you could do Roman since he's got nothing else going on right now. Yeah, I didn't like him. I didn't like him with the U.S. title. I thought it was just like a co- it was like a cock block spot. You know what I mean? Like he had it, he wasn't going to lose, where <laughs> yeah. someone else could have used it. In my opinion, KO at the time. Yeah. All right, quick grades before we move on to other news. Real um, quick, you you oh. you said that Cena won the match, giving Miz the AA. Uh, yeah, Miz got the single AA. Single AA. Yeah, one, two, three. Yep. No double so, again tonight. So that's two yeah. nights in a row. So I gotta I gotta say single. this. I was so relieved that Bobby Roode didn't come out because he was backstage. Whoa, he was oh, backstage I'm, at Raw. We're gonna see a Roode and Orton program tomorrow night. I know we are. I'll take. Oh my God! I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, but but that's the thing. That's why I was so, tears, that's why I was so relieved is that Raw does not need Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. No. Bobby Roode doesn't need Raw. Benefit greatly from being on SmackDown. But let, let's right. look about. Let's look at the st- stylistically, the the workers on SmackDown. You have Mahal, Roode, Orton. You know these guys that are in that main event scene that are work pretty much the exact same style. If we brought up um, anybody else, that would be so important. But because it's Bobby, he can work anybody, any style. He, that's why yeah. he's so good. He, he was, oh, whoever, absolutely. Who he, he works with, mm-hmm. whoever he works with, he makes a superstar that night. Well, I think I, you I, go with AJ, right? Because Kevin Owens is kind of – that's gone on forever. I'll take that too. Hell yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'd really His, his versatility is very good because just watching him at, at live events um, – He's such a good old school, almost feels 1980s-ish type of heel. Everything um, he does is even so Even though his, yeah. yeah, and his mannerisms, his acting is superb. He's not my cup of tea inside the squared circle, but you can look over that a little bit because he tells the story with his actions just as much as he does his work. So, what do you, what do you, um, what do you like, the high flyers? I'm, I'm sort of an in-between guy, um, kind of like, like a, the AJ? styles. Yeah, kind of like a styles. I like a hybrid setup. I'm not... Uh, work the limb for 10 minutes just to get to a single finish. Um, I'm not that kind of guy, and I'm not super high-fly spot fest either. I, I like the hybrid. If you guys wrestled, I, I swear to you, if you wrestled for like a month, no, longer than that, where you understood yeah. the basics, got through all that, learned how to bump, and then eventually learned how to work a body part, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, you'd have a whole different outlook for somebody that comes down to working a body part okay. because it's so hard to be creative nowadays to work sure. said body part. So what I used to do because I find I used to find it boring myself, is mm. I, I'm a giant per se, so I don't really pr- have to always work a body part. Is is what right. I would be told. So I would just what's called what's called meat chopping. I would just meat chop, meaning get all my shit in. Like mm-hmm. I go from a discus clothesline into a car to, to a bicycle kick. You know, right. um, things that don't work the same body part. You know, that way you can get all your shit in at the same time while by picking up the pace of the match per se. Mm-hmm. But um, as a wrestler, I really do appreciate a guy that could pick apart a body. Kurt was so good at that, a body part, and stay on it and be creative while doing it. And I'm sure your body lasts a lot longer when you can work that style and be good at it too, because you're not taking half as sure, many. Oh, no, sure. Hey, no, I so. agree. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of when when you could, you know, when less is more. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not one of those guys that needs sixty thousand flips in a match. You know, no. mm-hmm. um, it, for me, it's more about story and then uh and then having a match that that you know delivers a satisfying conclusion to it to that story right yeah you don't see that enough no god no no look at look at at poor emma right yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but uh, you know what i thought tonight's raw was really good i actually i thought it was uh, a good and and we're not done yet it's been freaking three nights 
nights and we got oh, another nah. night. And I, you know, being on the East Coast, uh, I did a lot of heavy drinking tonight, though energy energy drinks, of course, um, but <laughs> some heavy drinking. But uh, I thought Raw was, um, uh, it wasn't bad, it, but it wasn't great. I mean, the crowd had a lot to do with that, as it did, I think, in SummerSlam because I thought SummerSlam was pretty solid from top to bottom, with the exception of a couple things. So um, I would give maybe Raw a, a B, B minus for tonight. Same I, I mean, here. I'm gonna. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Same here. That's I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go A minus just because I thought the, the Reigns, uh, Roman stuff, I mean, the Reigns Cena stuff was fascinating. I thought the Lesnar Strowman stuff was awesome. And, yep. uh, you know, I liked, uh, I liked Enzo got a, Enzo, Enzo's first offensive move resulted in someone getting injured. We obviously want the you know, cast to get back soon. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Yep, and, and we'll provide some updates on that. You know, we'll, we'll move to a quick injury report. We saw Cass get injured tonight. I would so much as speculate having a little bit of an athletic background. Not much, a little bit, that it could be ACL, having some knee troubles myself in the past. Um, did not look good. And WWE announced today that Asuka suffered a collarbone injury in her match with Ember Moon on Saturday. Does Why you can't keep them down there forever? Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait. Do we know that this is absolutely a shoot, or or could this be a work so she can get some time off so they can get to the winner of the the May Young Classic? Why can't they do that while she's there? Yeah, they don't. They can just have. They could come up with a storyline where she's. You know, remember when she was doing that storyline where there's like no one good yeah. enough for her? They could have just done that. I but mean, now they're officially out of challengers that are actually over. Yeah, so she, you could have her just showing up at ringside, being like, "There's no one for me," you know. Yeah. Promo. There's well, a lot of SmackDown. To, to, I'm not saying the 100 percent that it, it's not a work, but it just seems like there's no reason to do it. Um, I mean, they did do the worked yeah. injury with Ember Moon, but that was part of the the storyline. Uh, right, right. It just it just doesn't seem to make sense, and it's only six to eight weeks. Yeah, that's true. So when is the next uh, takeover? So the next tapings are this week. So that would put her out of this next set of tapings, which presumably, presumably, blah, 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 which would be for the next month. Uh, and then the and May then Young the Classic the finals Classic. are, is that September? I'm, I don't got the date. I want to say that's the end of September, and that's pretty convenient to that six to eight week timeline, I would, I would think. Uh, I guess. But I, again, I just don't see, she's not wrestling at that show. You know, that's no, no. Just, I, I mean, that would just be a perfect timing for her to return from injury to start a feud with whoever's going to win the Mayon Classic, which a lot of people think is the Kyrie Sane. Um, so that I think that's the match you go to next for for Oscar. Yeah, but again, I mean, we'll see. But I just don't see why you'd want to take one of your top stars off the road uh, for that. Um, you know, so I, I think it to me it's it sounds legit, but you never know. But, um, more often than not, it is. It's rare that they announce worked uh, injuries. Uh, Ember Moon was one, but I can't think of many others where it was a worked injury. So, and the next takeover is not till November. But um, okay, so it's got a while to to build. So she, she's going to be on TV by then, you guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. And oh, she really? she really should be on you by TV. You mean NXT TV or Raw and SmackDown? Raw and SmackDown. You think they'll oh. move her? They have no, to. no. They have to. They don't have anybody else for her. Uh, and and she's, she's guys, she, she, like I just said, suppose, like supposing this is a real injury, you can't play around like that with a main, with a big star like that. 
You gotta but, get them all. You gotta get them up there and make start making that money off of them. They kept what's his name down there way too long. Um, Hideo Tommy's one they kept way too long. <laughs> no, 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 he he's not. He's gonna be over like a fart in church. He's gonna be them so worthless on TV. Mark my words, no one's gonna care at all. Well, uh, Triple H has pretty much gone on record to say mm-hmm. that he wants to keep her there to yep. be that brand. And but she, when he, he said that, how do we? How, when he made that quote, though, how do we know he wasn't referring to a conversation with Vince like, six months ago? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it was probably a year ago when when they were taking all the doing the the superstar gotcha. shakeup. Which, by the way, no mention of a superstar shakeup. I wonder if it's just going to be one of those quiet things where a couple people are moved and a couple people are brought up, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, you know, like Cena tonight. It was just, there was no there was no rhyme or reason. He just showed up on on Raw. So you know, it could, it could he tipped his hand last he night. Shows up on SmackDown tomorrow. And it's like, hey, I was traded to SmackDown. His fake tears as he was walking up the ramp. Um, I don't buy John's shit. Um, his goody two shoe crap, I don't buy. Um, he uh, those fake tears that I thought tipped his hand. You know what I mean? That either he's leaving or he's going to Raw. And I remember Raj saying he was coming to Raw a long time ago. Yeah. Yep. And uh, one last quick bit of news. Um, the WWE has confirmed that they've signed Leo Rush. Is that correct, Raj? Who's that? Yep. Yeah, for ROH. Um, he's a great wrestler. He's really small, um, but he's mm-hmm. a – Super small. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a really like, good good wrestler. Will he, will, he, will he be a shot in the arm for 205 Live? It's very possible yeah, if be. they shoot him straight there, but I would assume he would be one that they put in the performance center for a little while. Mm. Yeah. At least that's my, at least that's my initial take. Um, but I'm not super familiar with his work. He was the subject of some controversy just a couple of weeks ago because he took a pile driver off of a ladder through a table and oh no sold it and popped right back up. A half a second later. What? Any small? Yeah. Well, first of all, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I shouldn't be able to do that. Um, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah. Yeah. So he got a little, got a little oh heat from God, just God. wrestling fans in general for that spot. But now he's signed by WWE. I don't think you're going to see that spot anymore. <laughs> um, that is hey, safe to say. Hey, Matt, I wanted to ask you, did you see uh, Scott Steiner ripping into Triple H on Twitter? <laughs> Lately, no. Before I have in the past, yeah, he times. did. He did the other day again. He was he was ranting because Triple H appeared on the Tonight Show on Friday, and Scott didn't like it. He was saying that, like you know, because Triple H was promoting SummerSlam, and you know, Scott in his 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 way, uh, just mm-hmm. tore into Triple H and said, you know, it should have been a current star. But uh, if you go to Wrestling uh, Inc., you look under the most popular tab, you'll you'll see that. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Raj, you're popping me on the chat, just owning some of these guys. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> um, <and laughs> also, uh, I, I, I we I wrote about this earlier. Uh, Can I? I, I checked out uh, the set of Steve Austin show, uh, Broken Skull Challenge, which premieres in September. Mm, nice. uh, got to ride around with the man himself in his Humvee uh, toward the set. Uh, so we're gonna ba- have a bunch of videos and photos and stuff from that uh, with in, Steve in a couple weeks. Yeah. Very cool. Tell him I said what's up, man. He was he was one of the few like big time stars that like believed in me when I first started. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He never was like you know you know like like this like he's the opposite of of, of of a worried veteran trying to worried about be worried about their spot to a new guy coming in. You know, he's the complete opposite. He could have been more humble. Rock was the same way. Yeah. It's like crazy. Like the bigger the star, I found the more humble they were. 
Yeah. Nice. Kurt Angle, Rock, Stone Cold. No, no three people I know are more humble than them, but especially Steve. Um, real quick, was, it, was the chat room you say talking about the Scott Steiner stuff? Uh, what were you saying, Chris? Steiner was, um, Chris. you know, you, you were saying that Steiner was owning Triple H, and and you were asking Matt about that. And the chat room I mean, was on No, there, there are a couple of people in the chat room being smart asses <laughs> about a couple of things. Uh, I was going to say this. And Rod shut them when down. When TNA come, when TNA, well, okay, when TNA, um, my angle with Scott Steiner started, I was so excited because I was hoping I'd get something in there where he'd screw up my name or or do one of his babbling promos that nobody can understand. And uh, sure enough, I could have sworn he called me Mike Morgan in one of the promos. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'm, like, I'm going to be in YouTube like, history. <laughs> yeah. Dude, go watch his TNA stuff where he calls Travis Tomko by the wrong name. He just, he's hilarious. He's like a white iron cheek. <laughs> yes, he's awesome. And yeah, he's we should one on yeah. one, cool as hell. Yeah, I, I wish oh, there would man. be more more like him. But uh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Raj, anything else before we sign off? I think that's about it. Uh, it's people asking about Bobby Roode. I'm this. I'm Smackdown, betting guys. he's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night. So I think that's the big yes. thing to look out for tomorrow. Hell yeah. Uh, Matt, yeah. anything you'd like to plug before we head off? Yes, I would. Guys, please keep tuning into my uh, Instagram page at BP Matt Morgan. BP stands for Blueprint, Matt Morgan. Um, and I'll post some of the stuff on Twitter. I got to get better at that. Um, for my new company called Your Nutritional Blueprint, it's a meal fully customizable food prep company where we deliver to anywhere in the United States. Holidays do not prevent you from getting your meals like other food companies do. It happened to me. I was prepping for a show. I was using the, the so-called number one food prep service, and I had to go three days without my food because of a holiday. Now, that's not fair to them. That's something to do with the delivery system. But I learned a valuable lesson in that when I started my company, we're gonna, we uh, hire individual drivers. So it doesn't matter. Rance leaders know you get your damn meal. And if for some reason a holiday pops up, I give you an extra few meals to get you through the next day till your next stock comes on me. Um, you're, like I said, you're eating pizzas and pastas and, and, and food that you think is crappy for you. When in reality, it's the best you're getting your, if you're a guy, you're, you get anywhere between your 35 and 50 grams of protein. You're getting between 120 to, I don't know, 350 grams of weighed out Jasmine rice on a scale. You can customize it any way you want it. Other companies, they say you can, but they give it to you in specific, um, ounces they'll give you like two ounce option four ounce option five six ounce option for the protein whether it's chicken fish or whatever we can do it any way you want if you want a five and a half we can do it right on the button five and a half ounces so um again fully customizable through rain sleet or snow we deliver anywhere in the united states we have the best prices at seven dollars a meal nobody can top that because they charge on top of that for shipping and handling and they end up costing like 10 or 11 bucks per meal when you break down the math it ain't gonna happen with us um and again, all of our stuff comes from the best farms uh, in the country. Um, everything is is mainly organic, um, range free, um, pesticide, chemical free, and just it makes the food taste better. So again, keep checking to my Instagram page because we're going to be launching an official website where you guys can go on and change your entire life as far as your health goes with this. That's how I changed my physique. Everyone was, oh, I must take the steroids. Guys, at 41, I can't afford to take steroids anymore. I just, I just can't. Right. I, I would like to have another child. It's probably not going to happen, but we sure as hell are trying. And I, I can't afford to take steroids. I have uh, some health yeah. issues that prevent me from doing it. So the only thing I could change that I could control was my diet and my workout. And 
workout I changed and nothing much was happening. The minute I changed my, my, my uh, meal prep, night and day difference when I started eating clean meals six times a day and being disciplined. Um, go on my Instagram page. I just competed this weekend. It's the most shredded I've ever been in my life. Best shape I've ever been in. I'm almost 41. You know? Um, Very cool. So Very cool. please check into my uh, Instagram page, guys, at BP Matt Morgan. And please, uh, if you have any questions, DM me, and I'll get you set up with the plan. I'll even give you advice as far as what you're trying, what your goals are. Trying to bulk up, I'll help you. Trying to get shredded like I got, I can help you on what to order. Matt, I might Very have to cool. take you up on that, man. <laughs> yeah, man, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm already 10 pounds down just by working on my regular stuff, man. But uh, mm -hmm. I might have to take you up on that as well. But uh, And I want to put over something that, that Raj did today as well. The In Case You Missed It article I thought was fantastic. It covered a lot of this past weekend's stories. So you can get caught up pretty much with everything in one article. Yeah. That was really, really cool. I thought that was a great idea. Um, and we'll be back on Wednesday to cover SmackDown Live with uh, who's our guest this week, Raj? Uh, Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated would be joining us to review uh, review SmackDown and who he ever and, beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he'll he'll be he's more of a a, a, a co-host. You know, he'll be co-hosting with us. Cool. But we got some big guests coming up in the next few weeks. So I was going to ask, why don't I why don't I do SmackDown? What the hell? Well, you're working during that time, aren't you? No, not at night time. Wednesday, no, it's Wednesdays at noon. We do it. Oh yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> But uh, all right, guys, for Matt Morgan, Raj Giri, I'm Chris Calicut. You have been listening to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We'll see you back here next time. Have a great night. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.